When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. This is a Lip Media Podcast. This podcast contains adults and is not suitable for anyone who was an extra in Blue Water High or Gemini's. Spit roasting you slowly in a waiting for Telstra fruit hat. The bonk band was never a bonk band, it was a Barnaby band. Dickhead. Just like Australian story, but sexy. All I had was me undies on. Did you forget your pants today? Yeah. And gone and ripped it up the road. Nice big burnout. They came bounding over. Every three months, a person was torn to pieces by a crocodile in North Queensland. I'm feeling a bit sick about this. This is not, this was a complete accident. I'm so sorry. It's Amanda. I'm so sorry. It was fed to me wrong. Someone chock a block there behind the camel shed. Where? Gun chopper. Ruby, can you take me back to the worst weekend that you've ever had in your entire life? So the worst weekend I've ever had in my whole entire life was when I was about 22. I'd just come out of a dance career and I was on the road touring from a very young age. So when I came out of that, I was like my, you know, I had Romeo and Juliet. I had um, the love at first sight kind of complex that I thought naturally that's how relationships form you see someone and then you're together forever and that's it that's exactly how it works and then you're together for 60 years um so i was at a gay club in oxford street with my friends having a wine in the school holidays (laughs) and i got talking to this really cute guy from Canberra who'd just come back from Mozambique and he said do you want to get a coffee tomorrow and I thought that was oh this is the moment this is the love at first sight me looking through a fish tank and you looking back at me in an angel costume we got a coffee at the powerhouse museum and I thought wow this 
is it. And we were texting back and forth and I thought that's because that's, you know, we were doing that now because we had found each other. But I think he was just very much politely texting me back and gave me many a cues that um, we just had coffee once because we met at a gay club. So he was going back to Canberra the next day and I thought, you know what, next weekend I'm going to run away to Canberra. So my best friend at the time, Alex, her, her mum lived in Canberra. So I said, let's visit your mum in Canberra. But secretly I was literally going to chase this man to Canberra. So we, with a half a tank of petrol in the yellow Toyota Yaris 2010 model, we drove up the Southern Cross Highway at about 9pm, due to get there at 12. It was dead winter and um, as one does winding down the Great Southern Highway, you need petrol or else you're going to run out. Dead freezing, there's kangaroos everywhere, there's trucks going a million miles an hour illegally in the right-hand lane. We start to sweat, we start to run out of petrol. 40 minutes after the, the light has gone way past, empty. And we're crying and shaking and like if the car's going boom, 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 boom with every... And we're supposed to be doing 110 kilometres, mind you. And then all of a sudden, just as we're about to break down, this light turns on and there's like an e-quickie, like 10, like 200 metres up. So we just get there to the strangest little petrol station with one man working there and it breaks down literally at the drive into it. So we push the car into it. He can literally see us struggling. He comes out, everyone's pushing the car in the dead of winter and then it kind of lines up diagonally, bum out really awkwardly to the petrol thing and we pull the rope and the rope just goes in and then we put my last $20 in the Toyota Yaris and we get to Coinbin. So we get there and I'm like, right, hello Alex's mum, she's made us spaghetti bolognese. Um, she doesn't know my evil plan that I've just here, not really to visit her, but to uh, hang out with the love of my life, maybe go to Questacon. And then um, he just doesn't pick up my calls or answer my texts the whole weekend. Uh, we're sitting there watching Suits because we can't do anything else. My first introduction to Megan Markle, mind you. And then we go, oh, you know what? We've got to go out somewhere. So Alex's brother kindly took us out to Academy, the poppinest poppin' off club in the Canberra CBD, known as the uni bar, known as the place where you go to sweat. A few Canberra Raiders players were there and one came up to me and was like, hey, how are you? What the hell are you doing in Canberra? And I was like... I'm so sorry, Jimmy, but I have met the love of my life and maybe he'll call me tomorrow. But good luck with the season. Anyway, so after drinking lots and lots of free water, we went home, hitchhiked or something silly. And the next day we were like, come on, we've got to, we've got to make a good thing out of this situation. So we drove around the streets of Queanbeyan. What a great Sunday. And just as we were driving home, ready to go back up the hill to Alex's mum's place, a kangaroo looked at me 
from the side of the road, just to say hi. I thought it was just chilling, but just at the right moment, it went bounce, bounce, and sprayed the front of my car as I was going 50 kilometres in a suburban street with about 20 cars behind me. It waited for the perfect moment and just did a double bounce, bang in front of the bonnet, rolled forward and then hopped away with a foot clearly dislocated and then went to curse my name and die in the bush slowly. And then Alex and I were just like ghosts driving home, shaking and crying with the bonnet of my car sprayed with kangaroo blood. And Alex, who's the nicest person in the whole world and who we're great friends now, turned to me and said, Ruby, you really suck. What a shocking time. Yeah. A shocking time. <laughs> 2013 was really the year where I became extremely self-aware as to how, as, as to how shit I was. Well, you are famously self-aware these days. Are you being sarcastic? Or? Not at all. Okay. <laughs> Because I was like really shit to my friend that weekend. Yeah. I was actually really shit at my life. Like my jobs and everything was so bad. It's like the classic young just doing stupid shit. Like I was literally working for a lady that was $20 under my hourly rate. So she had like conned me into this job out in Penrith. So it was almost a bit of like a turning point, would you say? I think so, yes. Because I just had to get my shit together. Do you remember what happened after that weekend? Like, did you come back here and make any changes or anything like that? I think something really severe happened and then I met my next boyfriend on Tinder and then I just had a, like, I got glandular fever because I was working seven days a week for no money at all, trying to teach dance. And then I just ended up having a nervous breakdown, throwing the keys in every dance school director's face, running away, and then my life began. That's beautiful. That yeah. actually is so beautiful. Yeah. It's, it was actually really fucked up, but it's great now. You've got to go through the lows to get to the highs. Yeah. Should we call him Mr. X? Maybe Mr. Mr. X. Mr. X was the, was the man that you met that night and went on a coffee date with. and He planted the seed. Mysteriously disappeared. And in a twisted turn of events, Jack, over the Christmas period, mm-hmm. it's just gone, yep. a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. I was looking through Instagram, as I do, every second minute, and in one of my friends going home for Christmas photos, there he is, Mr. X. (laughs) That's fucking crazy. (laughs) There were friends from high school and next-door neighbours, buddies, chums, and I said to him, hey, who's that? (laughs) And he goes back, that's my friend, Mr. X. And I was like... You wouldn't believe me if I told you this. And I sent him that piece and he shat out his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is just crazy because we were talking about this like not long ago and we recorded that piece well before. Oh, I've been talking about this for years. Mm -hmm. It's it's such a good story. Mm -hmm. And somehow I knew he would just manifest himself and pop up somewhere. Did and you? lo and behold, he did on Facebook. He did, right on Facebook. And then my friend who knows him said, could I please send the piece to him? And you know what? <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, you can. Why the fuck not? It's like admitting you loved your gay best friend in high school, but they could never love you back. <laughs> if just enough time has gone on, of course. And then, uh, then we thought, 
you reckon we could get him on? And through the goodness of Mr. <sighs> X's big heart. You guys aren't going to believe this. He has said yes, and we're going to call him right now. <laughs> and I'm about to shh. Ruby's, Ruby's been like extremely nervous all day about this. Um, Literally. I, there were some points where I was like, I'd rather just scoop up, suction cup up a light bulb and squash it together until it breaks. But the, th- mm. the thing is that Ruby felt those sparks flying between Mr. X and herself. There were definitely sparks. I still remember seven and a half years ago. And it's those moments like that that stick with you. Mm. So if this mm. is stuck with her this long, this is the, an exclusive, the first time mm. that Ruby is going to be speaking with Mr. X after this event. We're not lying. We haven't chatted before. I'm still working through the trauma of um, <laughs> literally Skippy's foot fell off <laughs> as he rolled into the bush, cursing my name. God. I feel so bad for that. Well, I... I you're in a much better place now. And well, yeah, you'd hope. Well, am I? Well, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are days when you hit the kangaroo again, mm-hmm. metaphorically speaking, and it's like, fucking hell. But for the most part, you're doing much better. Yeah, I think so. I'm scared. Well, Literally g- the sweat behind my knees, it's dripping. <laughs> It's dripping. There's a waterfall. Well, we're going to give him a call now. And oh this gosh. is a Go on Tropo exclusive. Oh, my gosh. Mr. X hasn't appeared anywhere else but here. <laughs> a Canberra exclusive. And he has asked us to call him Mr. X. Yeah, we have to keep him anonymous. We he have to protect a... his identity. He could be the Prime Minister of Australia for all you know. He so... could be working for ASIO. He could be doing anything. Okay. So Hit call. Yeah. Oh, I just want to get that over and done okay, with. Okay, I'm going to hit call and we're going to go. All right. Okay. Okay. You've got this, Ruby. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, Mr. X. Mr. X, after all these years. 
Hello, how you been? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. I've hey, had Jack. Pretty... Hey, Jack. Hello, Jack. it's it's great to meet you. You actually met Ruby, what, like six years before I did? So you guys have a longer history than I do. Wow, and that's huge. <laughs> that is huge. I know. I know, it's crazy how fast seven years will go by. How you been, Ruby? I've been pretty good. I've had a pretty good life, actually. Good. Um, it was kind of all up from there. Oh, a few downs. <laughs> all up from there. Well, you know. <laughs> People die. Kangaroos get hit. Kangaroos always get hit. Pandemics but- happen, <laughs> and that's what life is, right? <laughs> I know. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I was just for the poor kangaroo. Like, shit. No. I think it definitely probably would have spread the word just before dying. Mm-hmm. I think so. They all probably know now. So you better, exactly. That's better why they're out, nervous Ruby. going back because we are going to journey to Queen yeah, in our next episode, and they're all going to know that silly little blonde girl is still driving the Toyota Yaris, yellow colour, 2010 model. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, That's okay. so, Thanks for having me. As you just heard um, the piece, what was your first reaction to it? I know it was sent to you by a mutual friend, is that right? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. You, you just you called me up and, and told me about it, um, and he was just, Laughing so much and cracking me up, I couldn't believe it. Um, and he sent me the link, and I and I listened to it, and yeah, I was hanging on every word and just pissing myself because it's, it's just such a funny story. And um, you know, who doesn't who doesn't love listening to a podcast episode that's like sort of about them as well? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. It was just so yeah, it was so strange, especially after seven years. It was just yeah, I was I was pissing myself. Well, that's right. Seven and a half years have actually passed since yeah, that really? weekend. Yeah. Um, Seven and a half years. Crazy. And if my if my calculations are correct, were you 22 at the time? I think so, yeah. And so I always thought I was a really a big idiot at 22. What were your first impressions of me as a 22-year-old? <laughs> um, definitely not an idiot. I, I definitely thought you were nuts. Um. <laughs> <laughs> like frog in a sock, crazy, but um, in a good way. You know what I mean? Like, nothing's I don't know. changed. Nothing's I, changed. Yeah, I don't. I don't expect it would have. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I couldn't see you as like a nine to five office kind of person. And you were like a dancer at the time, I think. And now you're doing comedy stuff. And yeah, I feel like that, that um, doesn't surprise me at all. What do I? What did I look like? I'm just trying to remember what oh. I looked like. If you don't remember, that's okay. Well, that's something else I liked about you when I met you um, at that gay club in Sydney, which I actually didn't remember at all until I listened to your podcast episode about it. I thought we just, I remembered it as us just bumping into each other at the Powerhouse Museum and then getting coffee. But anyway, oh, right. um, I digress. I liked I liked your face, <laughs> your facial expressions. I thought were really interesting. Like you got a very interesting face. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and what do you, uh, on the flip side of that, what do you remember about your 22-year-old self? Uh, well, I think I was I was definitely more of a loose cannon than I am now. I don't know. I partied a lot and traveled around a lot. Yeah. Um, I had so much freedom back then because I didn't want to go. To, I didn't think I wanted to go to uni at the time. So I basically just meandered around having a good time. Um, Why the hell? But I had, no, I had no direction at all as well, which um, I think was pretty detrimental sometimes. I often felt like really lost. But, um, on the whole, I was I was just pretty happy, go lucky, having a good time. 
Um, I the one thing about the date I remember, I have a really good um, what do they call it? Like way back memory, not a very good um, short term, yeah. long term memory. I have a really good long term okay. memory, and I yeah. remember you said because I think we were both thinking about going to uni, but not ready to start. You asked me what I wanted to do at uni, and then you mm-hmm. said, "Oh, I think I might do linguistics." It's a, oh yeah. Did you end up doing yeah. linguistics? I remember being interested in that. Yeah, that's crazy. You remember that as well. But um, no, I didn't do linguistics. I did international relations in the end. Oh. But yeah, I'd learnt, um, I did Spanish as well. So yeah, I kind of, I kind of ended up doing that in a way, I guess. Um, I don't know. What was I going to say? Uh, I just want, yeah, it was, it's funny how we remember things differently. Um, like, I think we, we both um, are guilty of having some false memories. Yeah. Like, um, I think you said in that episode that I was in Mozambique before, I think. And I don't think it, it doesn't really matter, but I was, um, I, think I must have been in Senegal just before I met you. Um, but everything else, like your account of everything else seemed really accurate. And I, and, um, it reminded me about the gay club. I completely forgotten about that. Um, I was out like partying with um, my sister and brother and a family friend, uh, and then yeah, and I've got like a really vague picture in my head of you standing in the crowd, like with everyone walking around you, and you're like just looking around for me because we arranged that uh, coffee date. Oh, beautiful. Uh, but then I can't remember anything about the actual coffee, like what we talked about. Just. Well, Ruby was telling me earlier she does remember that you had a long black and she thought that was very sort of hot and mysterious. <laughs> and Ruby just had a latte because she probably wasn't ready for coffee yet. <laughs> oh, wow. But are you, are you, still a, you still a long black drinker? No, not at all. I drink, um, I drink like flat white now, which actually always um, screws up any attempt I have at Intermittent fasting, can't you're not supposed to do that. But I just can't get can't get away from them. I'm so, I should switch back to long black, but I can't do it. Oh no, long no, blacks are for losers. I'm like large white <laughs> like myself. Nothing else. <laughs> so you're still in Canberra now. Yeah. What's that like? Yeah, I mean it's fine. Um, Canberra's Canberra's okay, I guess. It's it's hard to say though because I don't really have anything to um compare it to because I was born here and I've, and I've been here the whole time um, like despite traveling a lot I keep coming back here so I don't have really any point of reference to compare it to but, um, well it seems like a pretty great place to live but to some like Sydney assholes who find Canberra as a whole a little bit mysterious what do you think it is that keeps people staying there well I don't know it's a good question because I feel like all the good things about Canberra and the things that Canberraans often brag about are um, not actually related to Canberra that much at all. Like all the good things about Canberra involve leaving Canberra. <laughs> um, like it's like, you know, we're halfway between the beach and the snow. So like you can get to the beach or snow pretty quickly or there's like beautiful rivers around here or nice bush walking spots and stuff. But it's all like you got to leave Canberra for all that anyway. <laughs> Obviously the borders are sort of tight between Canberra and Sydney right now. Um, yeah. do you have any plans on coming up to Sydney anytime soon? Um, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a bit crap like that a lot of the time. Like my, my friend, um, who, you know, our mutual connection moved to Sydney ages ago after college, I guess. And, and, and 
he's always like trying to convince me to go up there and stuff. Uh, and I, I do sometimes, but I don't, I don't do it nearly enough. Um, well, I was, I'm not going to ask you if you're still single or not, but if you are <laughs> on the off chance, then I'm sure Ruby would be more than happy to go to the powerhouse again and reunite have, potentially uh, eight, nine years later. Have a basic <laughs> latte. That's, yeah, that's such a good idea. I'd, I'd be down for that. Beautiful. Beautiful. That'd be hilarious. Well, thank you, Mr. X, for giving us your time today. <laughs> I could probably wear the same yeah, outfit fine. if I can remember that far back. <laughs> I think it went out with the very Kondo. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, despite having that picture of you in the crowd waiting, like looking around for me, um, I kind of, I don't know, you know, like when you've got an old memory and you think you've got a picture in your head, but it's just all... Like, you actually can't even remember what the clothes were. It's all just blurry. I remember your blonde hair. That's about it. <laughs> like, well, that is quite striking, <laughs> I must say. It's probably one of my best assets, And it's actually. only gotten better. It's only, it's voluptuous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. X, for being such a good sport. <laughs> yeah. What's life yeah, like now? Right. Like I said, it would have been rude not to. Oh, yeah, it's good. Like, right now, I'm actually um, feeling pretty rough. I've had a friend, an old friend for dinner last night. Um, from Melbourne, and we got a bit carried away with the, with the classy drinks, and um, Ooh, bit hungover. yeah, um, bit hungover. Yeah, it was kind of stalking me all morning, and then at like eleven o'clock, it pounced hard. And, oh no, it always does that. I've kind of been crawling around on my bed. Like I'm, I'm on my bed right now. And I'm, you know, sometimes when you think you might feel better if you like crawl around. Yeah, I've <laughs> absolutely. You don't need to tell Ruby twice. She's my Achilles are flexible. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've just I've been talking to you crawling around in circles in my bed. But I feel a bit better. I crunched a nap earlier and I feel I feel quite a bit better. Especially after talking to you. Now I've got now I've got a little bit of the adrenaline pumping. I think I can get back up now. Good. Oh. Good to hear. Make yourself some dinner. Make yourself some dessert. Yeah. Peppermint tea. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Volumfa. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. X. Thank you so much for talking to us. And we'll catch you in cool. Queen Bien next time we go. Yeah, we'll, we'll catch yeah. you soon, obviously. We better. Can't wait. We better. Watch out, watch out for the ruse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to have to drive another car. A four-wheel drive. <laughs> Undercover. Mm. With a wig on. We really appreciate All right. it. No problem. Thanks, guys. Good to meet you, Jack. You too. Bye. Nice to talk to you again, Ruby. See ya. Bye. Bye. Love you. My name's Jack. And my name's Jack. And, and together... together we're going Just fucking hopeless. How are you going over there, Curly? In this horse race, the old horse ain't what she used to be, but moving. Oh, the police are coming. You. Well, again, uh, fair shake of the sauce bowl, mate. Refugees. Of you. Is that what? To make a difference. Well, I don't intend to stop wearing the spurs. Squat toilets? Right. You've got to squat to use them. And better bang the butt. And he played in like a piano. We are stripped down and ready to go. No tip and no iceberg. I want the to do ball. you slowly. He's going trotter. Okay, relax. <laughs> Did your parents say you could have a party? Um, no. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.